September, Wednesday, the 18th, 2010. This is indeed Real the Jump Off with your host, Walter Damager, being man in the cohort. Rob the Damager. What's going on, family? <laughs> he said, Rob the Damager. You must have had a long day today. The Jetta. The Jetta. Rob the Jetta. <laughs> What's going on, damn it? What's going on, Damage? What's going on, family? School, man. Yo, I love, I love it. Cause you know we unfiltered here. Yeah, I mean, all sentiments and opinions is from the heart, man. None of that scripted, right? Straight from the melon. Yeah, I mean, first union the melon. That's right. Right. That's right, man. That's good. So I guess, man, we got a lot of topics we can touch on today, man. This this Kaepernick thing is going away, man. The the credit worthiness of. Uh, uh, Eli Manning. Um, man, we, we. Yeah, you know, um, it's interesting, man. And again, we we want to talk about the NFL. The NFL is has kicked off once uh, again this year. Um, if if anyone has seen, um, you know, the any of the Thursday night games or the Monday night games, the big prime time games, uh, one thing that is a blaring. Uh, I saw right now in the NFL, and that is the play of the quarterbacks. And I'm not even going to mention any of the quarterback name because, I, I, to be honest with you, uh, none of them play to the levels of, of worthiness to be named. I mean, I've never seen such bad quarterbacking. I think the whole product is, is going yes. down. Yes. I, I mean, it, it's absolutely... It's absolutely insane. And right now, you know, I, I think, you know, we're going to spend some time on uh, the quarterback uh, discussion um, a little bit because that is the focal point. And in, in the NFL, you know, hey, um, you know, I think the NFL maybe two decades ago made this gamble, um, you know, to make the quarterback position the focal point of their league. Um, as you remember, when we were growing up, um, that was actually, I mean, quarterback was always an important position. But if you remember when we were kids, you know, the running back, as they call the feature back, back in the day, they used to call the running back. Um, you know, that was the the prime or premier position uh, in, in the NFL. You know, you could, um, you know, I remember at a time when I was growing up, uh, and I'm 50 years old now, I was watching, you know, NFL football in the late 70s and early uh, you know, 80s, you know, you could rattle off on every team, there was a feature back. You know, there was O.J. Simpson for the Buffalo Bills, Tony Dorsett for the uh, Dallas Cowboys, Franco Harris for the Pittsburgh Steelers, Pittsburgh Steelers. Walter Payton mm-hmm. for the Chicago, Chicago Bears. Bears, Eric Dickinson for the uh, Los Angeles Rams, Rams. Go on and so on and so forth, Barry Sanders. You know, you, you know the list goes goes on. Um, and then, I, you know, like I said, 20, 25 years ago, the NFL uh, made it made the decision to take a gamble. And, and it worked for them uh, for for uh, several years. I think it paid dividends for them um, in um, um, advertising, merchandising, and also, um, in, in, in most of all, in, in television, television ratings. Uh, they changed the game for them, changed the rules for them. They said, hey, we want this to be a quarterback-focused league. 
Um, and, and Walt, as, as you recall, what I mentioned to you before, and we talked about this off our podcast, um, you know, if you look at college football on, on Saturdays, you know, you see, um, let's, just, let's just address the elephant in the room, the black quarterback. Uh, the NFL right. is at a black quarterback issue for years, for decades, going back to James Harris when he was on the, uh, the Steelers, to Randall Cunningham when he was on the Philadelphia Eagles, Michael Vick, Steve McNair, Warren Moon, uh, as, as the list goes on. Uh, Cordell Stewart, you know, um, the NFL has always had a black quarterback issue. Uh, and, and I'm going to be straight frank with it. Um, they don't like the fact that a black quarterback is, is running the uh, is running the offense uh, for a certain team. Um, that comes they don't from, like the implication the... that they're controlling the game as well. Exactly. They want them to be in. They want them to be in a position where they're a part of the game, but not the main element in controlling the game. Exactly. And so you even let's 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 talk about that. So I just I opened up our conversation when we talked about the feature bag. So back in right. those days. They loved O.J. Simpson. They hate him now. Right. But they loved O.J. Simpson in the 70s and in the 80s. And when he was over, right. when he was one of the broadcasters, O.J. was their favorite boy. Yeah, he, mm -hmm. he said the right things. He was so articulate. He broke down the game. He hung out at their golf clubs. He held out and he, he hung out in the country clubs. You know, he, he dated their women. You know, he was he was 100% in, locked into their society until um, the unfortunate incidents in 1993, which we, we're not even going to go into. Um, and then right. all of a sudden, you know, OJ, OJ became a hated man. The outcast. outcast. The outcast. But let's let's talk about what brought, he, what, what brought OJ to his province. He was a running back. He wasn't a quarterback. He was a running back. And that is the spot where, you know, the NFL white supremacist owners, that's the place where they have us at, running back, wide receiver. Well, well let's look at it. Like you said, let's look at it. They're expendable positions, yes. right? Yes. A, a quarterback is like a rare commodity. It's almost like finding a diamond in a rough because once you have it, you want to do everything to protect them and secure them in that position so you can have them for a long period of time. Running backs, uh, shelf life, it's only like what four to five years? Yeah, at least, at least. And they say about seven okay. years at, at best. A good, a good career at seven years. At best, you have people like Dan Marino and, and Joe Montana and the rest of them. They lasted seven, eight years, man. Or, or some of them well beyond them. Right. And all you got to look, all you got to look is look at today. You know, Tom Brady, well in his forties, is, is still playing. Uh, Drew Brees. Well, Tom Brady. Drew Brees. Tom Brady is the system. Exactly. Let's get. Let's get. There. Well, I'm just saying. Yeah, you. You absolutely right. And as I mentioned to you before, they changed the rules to allow this, allow these to happen. Drew Brees had exactly. it been had it not been for a freak helmet, you know, his his hand hitting the helmet and, and I think breaking his thumb or, or severely in, in uh, injuring some ligaments in his thumb, he would still be out there at 40 years old. You know, so exactly. they make it necessary. But now they I, and I. And I I caution folks to say that they're protecting the quarterbacks because I don't believe that they are protecting all the quarterbacks. They are not protecting no. the black quarterbacks. On the other side, no. you look at Cam Newton. Cam Newton right now, his shelf life looks like a running back right now. He looks shell-shocked. The guy looked like he did exactly. three tours in Vietnam already. I'm going to just be straight. Exactly. He's half the age of Tom Brady, and he's done. 
He's washed exactly. up. He can't take no more hits. Matter of fact, he is such bad shape. He didn't even show up to practice yesterday because the league allows him to be pounded, pounded, pounded on a daily and consistent basis. Because why? Because they don't want black quarterbacks to succeed. And period. And especially though, like a running. Right. Correct. And, Bring you even like you said, an off top. Uh, something you said earlier about Michael Vick. Michael Vick was destroyed. They had to find a way to stop him because he was changing the game. Randall, Randall Cunningham, his scrambling, he was killing the game. They need to contain, confine, and let you know as an African American, this is your role. Stick to it. If not, you'll be ostracized and you'll never find work in this town again. You're, you're absolutely right. And, and and that's what they want. They want someone who's going to fling the ball. Um, I think part of it is white supremacy, racism. But there there is another uh, point of it as well. Going back in the days when it was just the NFL, you know, the uh, there were two leagues. There was the NFL and there was the AFL. And they were two totally separate leagues. So the NFL only played NFL teams. AFL only played the AFL teams. And um, at, at a time when, um, you know, when, when, when American football was still young, professional uh, American football was still young uh, in his days in the early 60s, you know, the, the NFL, you know, was the, the NFL was the, was the grandfather of them all. That was the, the old league, the, you know, the older league. But the AFL was a newer league. And the AFL was the one that really introduced and, and uh, revolutionized the, uh, at that time they called it the forward pass. You know, so that's where, you know, if you notice the AFL teams had, you know, the Joe Namath and, uh, you know, some of the other great quarterbacks came out of the AFL, um, you know, and, and made their, you know, made their fame. Even some of the NFL, um, you know, teams uh, that, that ended up going over to the AFL, uh, like the Baltimore Colts. When they went into the, uh, you know, the AFL, they had, you know, great quarterbacks like Johnny United and things like that. So, the, you know, these were, um, you know, it was the AFL was a quarterback dominatedly and the AFL started beating the NFL in ratings. So that's when they merged the team. And that's where you got this, what they call Super Bowl. And that's right. the other thing. The, the other thing the NFL put all their eggs in the, into that one basket was the Super Bowl. Hence, we get to we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about Kaepernick, but I want to jump on Eli Manning. So now now we're at right. Eli Manning, um, you know, who uh, comes from you know um, a quarterback family, you know, the son of Archie Manning, who was one of the quarterback great, one of the uh, I wouldn't call him a legend, but he was a halfway decent quarterback in the NFL during his years with the New Orleans mm-hmm. Saints. You know, then of course you had his brother Peyton Manning. You know, had a uh, a pretty decent career. Um, at um, um, he was great. I'll give him his props. He was a great, great quarterback for um, the uh, uh, Indianapolis Colts, and the uh, a little uh, had a brief stay with the um, Denver Broncos. Won Super Bowls with both teams. Um, but then you had Eli Manning, uh, who, in my opinion, was an average quarterback. And no, excuse me, that's not my opinion. His numbers dictate that he's an average quarterback. If you look at his record yeah. as a as a starting quarterback, it's 124 wins and 124 losses. That's 500. Yeah. And I believe that he broke even. 
he broke even. And I believe that the Giants purposely benched him because, first of all, he's because he, he's been shot for the last three years. Let's 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 be clear. He hasn't he hasn't had any three maybe five years. So I'm gonna say the last three to five years he's been shot. I'm gonna, and as the young as my kids will say it, as our kids say now, he's been trash. Let's be let's be total one hundred. You know what I mean? In fact, he's been trash since he's won that last Super Bowl. He hasn't been any good. And, and what, what's sad about it is he's been trash in his prime. So we're not talking about no forty-year-old, fifty-year-old. I mean, a forty-five-year-old guy. You know, has been. You know, you know, on his last leg. You know, not healthy guy just coming out this, you know, like we talked about Cam. Cam just took one too many hits. We can understand what his issues are. You know what I mean? We're not talking about, you know, a Drew Brees is 40-something. We're talking about a player who was in his early to mid-30s at the time, and he was still trash. But happened to have two (laughs) miraculous games. The Super Bowl, which he beat Tom Brady. So now I'm hearing, right. now, and I never heard this ever before in my life, where somebody, when you actually get benched, this is where racism, white supremacy comes in, and Walt. I mean, a quarterback actually got benched. Got benched because he's non-productive, and the media is coming out saying, should this guy, the question is, should this guy be in the Hall of Fame? This is a guy who's now a second-string quarterback who got demoted. And now they're talking about whether he is a Hall of Famer or not. That's racism, white supremacy, 101. If he was a black quarterback, it was going through that. Oh, get him out of the league. He don't deserve to be in the league. He's washed up. He's seen his last leg. They sit here applauding this guy. Like he announced his retirement. Exactly. And that's what I think if we talked about Andrew Luck a couple, couple podcasts before, I'll give Andrew Luck all the props in the world. Andrew Luck was mad enough to say, you know what? I ain't got it no more. I'm wasting time. I'm holding this young brother who's sitting behind me, you know, who's look has been, you know, chopping out of the bitch who, who really is probably better than I am. I'm holding him back. I'm just going to step off, step off and, and rest on my laurels. And my twenty-three million dollars, exactly. and let's let this young brother, you know, take over the you know, who who deservingly should be the the starting quarterback, take over the Indianapolis Colts and move forward. And and by the way, exactly, the Indianapolis Colts will be a playoff team under the the coaching of Frank Wright. And we could talk a little bit about him because you notice since Frank Wright has left the Philadelphia Eagles, Carson Wentz has been horrible too. So let, let's let's make that let's be one hundred exactly. on that. But we we want to stay on topic. So the question exactly. is exactly now we also it, the, so the question is and I'll throw it back to you is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? I will answer and say maybe yes, but not a first ballot. What's your what's your opinion? Yeah, not a first ballot. No, he he's definitely not proven himself um, throughout the years. I think he uh, he got in the league what two thousand four. Yeah, I think so. I believe so. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I think it was like 2004 he came in. Um, and I think like his most uh, prime part of the years from then till now probably came in about the year, uh, what was that, 2011 probably, 2011 or 2010, when he had an overall like uh, passer percentage rating 
um, that was very high, and his yards was like he was over forty five hundred yards, just like off the cuff. And like you said, he he peaked, man. He peaked and he, he blew his load. He's 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 done. I mean, I can't even see him coming up. I mean, he can be probably be beneficial as a backup role, but I don't think they're really going to utilize him that much in that capacity. I can see like a third down or something like that, and um, uh, being productive towards the team, but no, nothing other than that. I never really did like. Eli Manning, even though there are a lot of people out there that say that a lot of good for uh, the team, but it was also under the management and the leadership of their coach. Now, I'm not going to take enough from the coach. The coach was great, you know. Right, right. And so that brings us to, you know, so here we are. We're sitting here. A guy got benched and they're ready to put him in the Hall of Fame right now. They can't wait to put him in the Hall of Fame. To another uh, uh, young brother who's been out of work for, I think it was, has it been three years now? Has it been three About years? That, yeah. Three years of Colin Kaepernick, who um, who began kneeling at the um, you know at the beginning of the national anthem, which by the way is a very racist song. If anyone out there uh, wish to challenge us, by the way, we have a message board. You could you know you can give us a voice message or you could type in a message on on this podcast um, and give us your thoughts on 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 Colin Kaepernick and, and with the way things are um, shaping up right now. Uh, but first of all, uh, he was very clear in his stance. His stance was against uh, social injustice. Uh, his stance was against police brutality. Um, his stance was against the overall white supremacy racism in America. Uh, that's what he was taking a kneel. He never took he never took a knee to disrespect uh, our servicemen, um, which is stupid because most of the servicemen in, in the uh, armed forces are black. So why would he take a knee, you know, against uh, most of most of the, most of our, our parents, our uncles, our, our friends have served in the military. So why would he take a knee against servicemen? Um, so stop. Well, the person that told him to take matter. the knee was a service. Exactly. The person that told him to take the knee was exactly. a service. Exactly. So that has nothing to do with this. That has nothing to do. And by the way, when I was a kid and we were in elementary school, and we were taught to stand for the flag or, or observe uh, the national anthem. Uh, it was never, uh, it was for love of country. It had nothing to do with the service. So when did this, all, all this nonsense about uh, uh, the service and what, what's going to servicemen and what's going on uh, with, with, with the army, you know, the army is set there to, to defend our rights, defend our constitution, defend our free speech. That's the job of the army. We were never taught to stand and, and salute the military. We were we were taught to exactly. salute the uh, the salute the, the the flag of our the salute the flag of our country, you know, and it had exactly. and it had patriotism that way. We were never taught to bow down to a military person, you know what I mean? So I mean, I, I work in sales, you know what I mean? Who's bowing down to me? You know, you were you a social worker? Who's bowing down to you for all the lives that you're saving out there on the front line in the streets of Philadelphia? So cut out with that nonsense. You act like the only people that, that are, are protecting people's rights and, and um, of service or, or somebody who got a hold of AR-15 and go to war to fight for, to fight for a, a, a wicked government. Come on, stop yeah. chill with that nonsense. I'm appreciative of you saying that now, which brings me to a case in point. So they met Kaepernick taking his knee, right? Right. And the knee was... And, and, um, it was actual go against, you know, police brutality and unjust reform system and stuff like that, right? People are so upset this man is taking the knee during the national anthem, right? right. What about those people that's at the 
Like they use that as the opportune time and don't get their you know, pint of beer and go get concessions. Right. Is it not contrary to the contracts? Exactly. This is this again, this is racism, white supremacy. This is um from white owners. Uh, and that's exactly what they acted like slave owners who want to invoke their dominance over a young black athlete who, who chose to who chose to uh, buck their system, their prescribed system, which, by the way, was never in a contract. He was never con- he's contracted to play football. He ain't contracted to be out there to be saluting some um, some some flag. He ain't contracted to be out there kissing up to military people. And, and again, I don't want anyone listening to this podcast to think that I'm out there disrespecting the military because I got all the respect for the military and what you do. But guess what? And family I'm not, members, exactly, but I, And family members, Exactly. But I'm not going to kiss your behind because you wear a uniform. You don't kiss my behind when I get up and go to work every, every daggone day. And you're and you're a part of their survival because in a, in a chain of it all, you supply them with health insurance. Exactly, exactly. So, so we, we all we all in this in this game. This is, as they say in life in the, in line K, this circle of life. Everybody who's out there being a productive American is 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 someone who's protecting this country. We may be protecting the financial part of the country. Uh, you protect that, you know, maybe the army is, is you know, the army and the navy and things like that. They're protecting the, the sovereignty of, of America. You know, you got your doctors out there who's kissing their behind. You know who who's out there saving saving lives. Who's out there who's out there uh, kissing the warriors behind? And most of all, who's out there kissing the teachers behind and salute the teachers every day that that you entrust your babies to every single day. You wake up and you take your seven, eight, nine year old uh, baby and and you drop him off at a a school to a a woman or man and you trust them with your child for eight days, excuse me, eight hours of of a day while you go on and, 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 and work to your job. Who, how many times have you saluted them? So cut out this nonsense. Again, yes, are military are our military important? Yes, they are. I cannot stress this enough. But so is every other. They're an integral part. Every other productive American is, and so is everyone other productive citizen of this society. It's just important. We need to salute everybody, and we need to salute the football players that are out there providing us with entertainment. So Kaepernick, yeah, right. who's kissing his behind? When he's out there putting his life on the line so that you can have some enjoyment uh, on, on Sunday afternoon to take your mind off of some of the stress and problems that you have. Who, 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 who's, yeah, saluting, who's saluting him? Now, let's 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 put a caveat because um, statistics show that football was added an extra day to cut down on some of the domestic violence. Exactly. Exactly. So who, who's saluting him? Oh, he's just a game. Yeah, it's a, it's a game. But is it a game after you lost a thousand dollars that you bet on that game? Let's be. Let's keep it one hundred, uh, um, um, Mr. American Football Watcher. You ain't watching the game. You, I, I know you wasn't watching Monday night uh, game with the the lowly Jets and the Cleveland Browns, unless uh, you had a player on Baker Mayfield on your uh, fantasy football team, or you was betting the uh, uh, Cleveland Browns against the Jets. Other re- otherwise, if you was watching that, you a fool, or or you lived in New York or, or Cleveland. 
If you was watching that game, that nationally televised game, and you didn't have one of those players on your fantasy football team, or you wasn't betting the game, um, the outcome of that game, or you didn't live in Cleveland or New York and you was watching that game, I say you was a fool. <laughs> so so let's let's keep it real. Ain't nobody that big of a, a football fan to watch that trash that was on there. So why are they black? Let me, I'm sorry, go ahead, um, Walt. No, 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 you just you just struck a you just struck a chord with something. Watching the game, right? That's right. That means viewership is going down. Right. 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 They need entertainment. Yes. Who were they trying to incorporate into that whole rigmarole four weeks ago? He's a billionaire. Jay-Z. He needed to take. Jay-Z. Yes. Did you see any commercials as of? No. No. The, the, the platform that they trying to usher out, the social injustice no. that they want to speak of and use the entertainment uh, platform or whatever he wants to do to usher this in and broker the communications between the community and the NFL. Right. Have you seen any? None. None. He was supposed to come in. Then, then he, you know, okay, and Jay-Z, he's playing. He watched what he's doing, y'all. He's playing chess, not checkers. He's a, being a billionaire for no reason at all. Oh, yeah, and, and also he going to get, rumor has it, He's he gonna be an uh, NFL owner. Uh, then rumor has it he's gonna have five percent of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now I'm gonna stop right there. I'm gonna stop right there. Let's take that walk on on face value. Okay, Mister Five Percenter owner of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, your quarterback Ben Roethlisberger is out for the season. He's out for the season, and now you gotta rely. You, you gotta rely on your your five percent um, investment that you put in. And I'm, again. I'm not saying this is fact. I'm just saying this as based off of news reports. Okay, I'm, I'm I'm basing this all on assumption, but I'm taking it all as face value just for this uh, for for a discussion point. Your five percent investment is in a team that just lost their franchise quarterback for the rest of the year. So okay, Mr. Owner, social justice guy, why don't you have your team, the Pittsburgh Steelers, Mr. Five Percenter? Won't you have them go out there and sign Kaepernick to your team? And then matter of fact, I'm not even asking you to sign him. Why don't you, Mr. Five Percenter, protect your investment and bring him in the league for a tryout? Let him try yeah, out, exactly. give him a workout, see if he, see if he's, if, if he is he fit for not, fit or not. Yeah, they, no did harm, you see? No, no harm, no foul. There, a tryout. Did you see the Cleveland Browns? Yes. Did you see the Cleveland Browns brought that uh, homeless guy in for a tryout? Yes. And he made yes. It? And did you did you see the Jets? Did you see what the Jets tried it out again? I'm not mentioning none wow. of these quarterbacks' names because they're horrible. Did you see? Exactly. I mean, who's the quarterback for the Miami Dolphins? You know, who's the and head? Have you watched the quarterback play of the Philadelphia Eagles? So I mean, I mean, the, the quarterback play is atrocious right now in the NFL. Uh, there may be three legitimate quarterbacks in, in three to four legitimate quarterbacks in the league. The league is dying, and, and with with racism, with these racist white supremacists. Um, Owners are saying right now, and I'll say this, and it's a proven fact, because let's talk about the Miami Dolphins. They're saying we'd rather go 0 and 16 than even than bring Colin Kaepernick in, who was a Super Bowl quarterback and played in the Super Bowl game. Okay. Um, we would rather go 0 and 16 than bring him in. People, this is what they're saying to you. Regardless of what your regardless of what your stance is on the national anthem of someone sitting or standing or bowing down or whatever, praying at the national, at the, at the altar of the national anthem. Regardless of that, you are still a football fan. You're still a sports better. You're still a fantasy owner. 
you're still you're still invested in the NFL in, in some way or another. And they are telling you that we are not going to put up the best product because we want exactly. to we want to exert our power over the oppressed people. And exactly. Exactly, man. And then the other thing is, Rob, I believe I read somewhere that this flag is not supposed to be held horizontal, placed on clothing and everything else. No. But they do that. That's right. They break the, they break the code. They break the to flag their, code suit their, every week. To suit their narrative. Every To suit week. their narrative. To suit the so. narrative. And, and all of it. Because our next uh, week's show, I'll be dealing with the prison industrial complex and prison reform. And we can get deeper into the symbolism to what's really behind why they want you to salute that flag uh, and get you all bent out of shape and have everybody at the vision with something just as minimal as this. He's kneeling for a cause. You know, there's innocent people out here getting it taken and it has to be some type of formidable step to move uh, miscommunication between protect the community, unity within itself. So, you know, we got uh, two minutes left and we're going to wrap this up a little bit of time um, to give a shout out to my man, Will Corporu. Uh, if you go on his Facebook handle, um, I think his handle is Will Corporu, the guy, real spiritual guy, man, got some good information. And my man, Oni Usuru, another one, uh, good guy, got out good information. Um, and also remember to look up Shamaya Cooper and her mental health uh, information. We is on a previous podcast where you can get out to uh, get information regarding the crisis or whatever. Rob, thing that you, um, that good brother? No, no, I, I just want to say again, we have a, a you know, great uh, podcast. And again, some, some podcasts, like you mentioned, looking forward, we want to, we want to get into prison reform. And again, uh, you know, if you like this uh, podcast, you know, post it on your Twitter page, post it on your Facebook page. Um, also, if you have comments, questions, uh, make sure you, you, you give us a, a, you know, a voice message or you can give us a, a written message. Um, again, you can follow me at, at Rob Cooper Jr. on Twitter um, and we can, we can inbox or we, we can you know, continue to uh, continue this discussion on the, on the Twitter handle. But uh, yeah, man, another great discussion talking about white supremacy in the NFL. Uh, yes, sir. Very, uh, very good delight to get people informed. Like I said, you have the opportunity to reach back. And from our house to your house, you know, each one teach one. It takes a village to raise intellect. So let's keep that cipher going. And this is the, the end of our show. The real, the real, the jump off with Walter Damager. And I'm Rob the Jenna. Peace. So we see you when we see you. Peace. <laughs>